insurance. Do not bypass this. I cannot stress this enough. A lot of people think, I'll just do this later. Like, I don't want to spend the money right now. No. If you get into your business and you fuck up somebody's face or somebody's hair or somebody's nails or, you know, you give them massive back pains and you're a massage therapist, whatever the case may be, you need insurance in case this person decides to sue you. All right. Hey, beautiful soul. Welcome to the Make It Glow show. I'm your host, Megan Greencorn, owner and founder of the Glow Lounge Indie, a medical spa where we focus on the health and healing of the skin while working with our clients to help them see and embrace their inner goddess beauty. Over the last decade, I've built a spa I used to only dream about, and now I have the freedom I always used to crave, the freedom to do whatever I want in life whenever I want to do it. On the show, we talk about owning and running a successful beauty business, entrepreneurial advice and tips, business and success mindset and strategies, as well as trustworthy skin advice for anyone looking to improve the health and appearance of their skin. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope this podcast can help you enhance your business, your life, and your skin. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Make It Glow Show. So something that I am, I've discovered, I'm super passionate about is educating other beauty business owners about how to actually start a business, number one, and how to run a successful business, number two. And this, so I titled this, so you want to start a beauty business. And this is going to be part one of two or three. I haven't quite decided yet because there's a lot of info to go over in this section. But, you know, lots of people jump into the beauty industry thinking that it's it's going to be all fun and games. Like it's just going to be a blasty blast. And by all means, it is fun and rewarding for sure, but it's also work. Like it's probably more work than a lot of other industries. When you own your own business, there's a lot that comes with that. And everything I'm going to go over is specific to the state of Indiana. So every state is different, but this will at least give you a guideline of where you should be starting if you're listening from outside of Indiana. So kind of what I've realized after almost 11 years in this industry is almost no one starts with a plan or any sort of guidance. Um, And that's because there is no guidance out there on how to properly start a beauty business. You think that, you know, you see these people, well, oh, I'm, I'm taking clients. I've started a business. Well, that's great. But have you done all the back leg work that needs to be done before you can even start booking clients? So there are steps that need to happen to start your business properly way before you even start announcing things, okay? And this info is for people that are serious about making a good living in this industry, not for people looking for, you know, just a funsies side hobby type thing. And everything I'm going to go over again, it is not talked about in this industry. And I I don't know why. Um, It's hence why it's almost never done properly to start with. And when I say properly, I mean legally taking the proper like legal channels to actually start a business in the government's eyes. Okay. (laughs) Coaches and educators are going to charge you a lot of money for what I'm about to give you for free. So there's a lot of info again in this first episode of this little section that I'm doing. So get some snacks, get a glass of wine, have a pen and paper. There's going to be a lot here, but stick with me because 
it's super beneficial. So first things first, you want to start a beauty business, you need a name and you need branding. So with this, I would highly recommend you start a file folder. So get yourself a big thick folder of where you're going to keep all this info. So you know that when you need something, it's in this spot. I cannot tell you how being well organized will save your life sometimes, especially when it comes to tax time. So name and branding, choose a few names that you love or even choose words that you love. This is kind of how I start. I pick words that I really like and be unique because in the beauty industry, we see the same names, the same color palette over and over and over. Choose something unique, something that is going to stand out. Hopefully something that no one else in your area is using. Okay. This is crucial because you don't want to be confused for another business in your area. Um, I like to use a thesaurus. I know it's kind of old school, but when I was trying to name the glow lounge, I was sitting down looking at words like, you know, the glow bar or the glow room. And just none of those resonated with me until I, I realized I was like, I want this to be like a cocktail lounge. So get yourself a thesaurus and all you have to do, if there's even a thesaurus website, is just type in words that you like and it'll bring up words that are similar. So that helps me a lot. You can make a Pinterest board. This is how I do everything. And um, you can put words, colors, fonts. You can put interior design photos on there. You can pull other brands and put those photos on there just for inspiration. Highly recommend doing that because when it, when it comes time for you to have your brand designed, this will be a lot easier for your graphic designer, but we're going to get to that later. Okay. Now, at least you have sort of that loose baseline of a name that sounds good to you. And again, this is Indiana specific. So next you're going to go to inbiz, B-I-Z dot I-N dot gov. This is the state website. So this is going to be where you're going to find everything business related for the state of Indiana. And you're going to hit business search and then business entities. And here you can search potential business names to see if anyone else is already using the name that you like. Again, this needs to be unique to you. You don't want to use a name that comes up with, you know, two dozen different results. You want a name that's specific to you. If no one's using the name on the state website that you like, I would suggest going to GoDaddy or another website hosting company and doing a domain search on this name. Again, if nobody has this name, great, amazing, perfect. Do the same thing on Instagram. See if that handle is available. If your name is available everywhere, you're good to go. So let's say for the sake of argument, your name is available and we're ready to roll. So you're going to go back to the INBiz search and you're going to register your LLC. Now you want to have an LLC because, this is very important, your initial business profits are not taxed, meaning you don't have to pay the self-employment tax, which saves you a ton of fucking money, okay? This is something that a lot of people do not do and it blows my mind. It's easy to file your LLC. You're just going to walk through the steps on the website, okay? Also under an LLC, your personal assets are untouchable by the IRS lenders or creditors should anything bad happen with your business somewhere down the line. This is so important, okay? This means that the IRS cannot come after your home, your car, your retirement account. 
because you have an LLC that protects you from that. Okay. So the INBIS site is going to walk you through the steps of registering. You want to be a single member LLC in most cases. Okay. And if you have someone that's going in on the business with you, you can do a partnership. That's kind of a little bit different. If it's just you do a single member LLC, there's going to be a $250 fee, which you pay online. I believe they'll let you pay with a card and they're going to email you the articles of incorporation. And it's almost instant. I mean, within like probably 30 minutes, I think they email it over to you. Keep these articles of incorporation safe. Okay. Make a folder in your email for business docs, put it in there and then print out a paper copy and put it in your file folder. That's the easiest way to do this. You will need those articles of incorporation later. Know where they're at. Now go back to GoDaddy. You're going to choose the domain that you looked for earlier and you're going to buy that domain. I think it's like 25, 30 bucks for a year or something like that. It's really inexpensive. You can also do an email address on GoDaddy, which is super helpful because I personally don't love seeing businesses that are like, you know, faces by Sally at gmail.com. I hate seeing that. <laughs> There's another level of professionalism that comes with, you know, info at facesbysally.com or say hi at facesbysally.com or sally at you you get my drift here okay that's how i do all of our emails um it's super easy it'll walk you through the steps to set it up on your cell phone and on your computer whatever works best for you and then go and do the same thing on instagram make sure you reserve that handle name just so you have it and it's ready to roll for when you're ready to start posting everything then I highly, highly recommend hiring a graphic designer, and I will tell you why. So <laughs> even if you think that, you know, you know, Canva is super easy to do. That's what a lot of people use to put together um, marketing and graphics and branding, things like that. I would highly recommend hiring someone that specializes in logo design because they're going to create something that is so unique and tailored to you and your brand, something that hopefully you can use for years and years and years. Speaking as someone that has rebranded multiple times, it's a bitch, okay? It is a pain in the ass. So that's why I said when you're choosing names that you love, be unique. Find something that speaks to you so that way you're going to love it for a long time, okay? Something that has to do with you know, the core of who you are, your beliefs, your values, what you want to do in life, how you want your clients to feel, things like that. So that way you get two years into your business and you're not, you're not like, well, well, this name is like fine, but it doesn't really cover my business anymore. It doesn't really resonate with me anymore. You don't want that. Okay. So hire a graphic designer. You can find these on Etsy. There are a lot of people on Etsy that will do custom-made logos. Do not, for the love of God, get a pre-made logo, okay? This drives me nuts. I hate that people even offer these pre-made logos because they're generic and somebody else is using them, which means there's no brand identity for you. There's nothing unique about it if they've sold this to 50 other people, okay? doesn't matter where they are. I don't want someone using my name and my logo. I think I paid... I want to say like 350 bucks for a logo package. And that was very inexpensive. A good graphic designer can charge you four figures 
So just go with, obviously you have to work in your budget. You might only be able to do a single logo starting off, but at least do that. Start to invest in your business that way. A good graphic designer will also give you a full brand package. So I have, I think like a four or five page document that has our logos, all of our logos. We have like, I think five or six of them, our watermarks. We have all of our fonts, all of our brand colors. We have all of our inspiration photos, um, literally just everything about our brand in this document. And it makes it easy because when it comes time to build a website or you're decorating your space or you're, you know, getting a bigger space, whatever the case may be, you can refer back to this just to make sure everything always stays on brand. Now, switching gears a little bit. Something else you absolutely have to have for a functioning legal business is an EIN number, also known as a tax ID number. Anything business related is going to ask for this. So if you're going to retail product, a lot of brands will ask for this just to make sure that you're legit. Business loans are going to ask for this. If you go to buy a car that's owned by your business at some point, they're going to ask for this. Filing your business taxes, you have to have this. So it's a fairly easy process. Just know that you're dealing with the government and <laughs> the federal government, and it's going to take a minute. So you're going to go to irs-tax-id-ein-gov.com because you know they can't just make it a simple website. It's got to be fucking complicated. <laughs> you're going to choose LLC and go through the steps to register that, okay? So they're going to ask for everything that you already did prior. They're going to ask for your LLC name, which is why we said to do that first, okay? And they're going to send you a letter in the mail that has your tax ID number on it. Keep that letter. <laughs> keep that letter. I did not keep mine. I can't freaking find it for anything. And it took me a long time to be able to look it up online. Keep it. Make copies of it. Scan it. Put it in your email. Put it in your Dropbox. Keep that damn letter. Okay? This is going to cost you about $92 to go through the process of getting a tax ID number. Now, next thing, resale certificate. This is something that you have to have if you plan to retail product. So this is basically a certificate from the state saying, yes, that they know you're going to be retailing product and that you have to collect sales tax. Okay. Now, Indiana Department of Revenue form BT-1 is the form that you're going to need to do this. You're going to fill it out. This, this freaking form is so long and a lot of it is not going to apply to you. Just make sure that you read it over thoroughly. Okay. I mean, there's stuff on there for like are you going to sell tires? Are you going to sell fireworks? Are you going to sell alcohol and tobacco? You know, crazy shit like that. You're going to fill out maybe a couple of pieces of this five sheet long form. You're going to pay them $25 through check because it's government and, you know, they got to take more money. You're going to mail it in and you're going to wait because, again, it's going to take a minute. I think, <laughs> well, they cash the check immediately because, again, that's how government works. We take the money immediately. And I think it took about a month to get the actual certificate in the mail. And their certificate is something that you will have to have on display at your location, okay? Now, let's go to, I have so many notes on this, guys. Insurance. Do not bypass this. 
I cannot stress this enough. A lot of people think, I'll just do this later. Like, I don't want to spend the money right now. No. If you get into your business and you fuck up somebody's face or somebody's hair or somebody's nails or, you know, you give them massive back pains and you're a massage therapist, whatever the case may be, you need insurance in case this person decides to sue you. All right. You need insurance covering the services that you provide. This is one type of insurance. And if I'm assuming you're probably looking at renting a location, if you don't already have one picked out, you need commercial insurance for that location. The commercial insurance is going to cover slip and fall. So somebody walks into your studio and, you know, they trip because they're clumsy and they sue you because, you know, they busted their knee. It's going to cover that. It's going to cover fire, flood, equipment, it basically anything and everything, okay? I like associated skincare professionals because they have multiple different options. So they have the basic coverage for just services, which I think is like 249 bucks a year. And then you can also add on the commercial coverage. So we have, I think, $25,000 coverage for equipment. We have fire, we have flood, we have um, medical instances. Again, if someone comes in, slips and falls, I think we have like a $6 million a year policy. It's a huge policy, but I'd rather be overinsured than underinsured. And then they also offer um, advanced modalities insurance. So if you are going to be doing deeper depth chemical peels, if you're going to be doing microneedling, if you're doing permanent makeup, if you're tattooing, um, they also offer coverage for this. And that coverage is a little pricey. I think it's about 700 bucks for a year. Um, but you need that for sure. If you're doing advanced modalities like that, if you're doing more work on a client, you need that coverage. Okay. Make the investment. Now, <laughs> application for beauty culture salon license. Everything with the state has to have a fancy name to it. This is form 45243 in Indiana. You can literally Google this. You're going to print it, fill it out, follow the instructions. Again, you're going to pay them 40 bucks. You're going to stick this in the mail and you're going to wait, okay? Now, you're going to go to in.gov slash PLA, and this stands for Professional Licensing Agency. You're going to apply for the business license. I know this is a lot, okay? This is where it gets a little hairy. You're going to register for a My License account, and you're going to see this right underneath the Apply for a Business License button. This is a different site than where you go to to print your um, service licensing. So you're not going to go there to print like your Cosmo, your aesthetics, your nail, whatever licensing you have from the state of Indiana. This is a different place. I know they can't put everything in one place. They have to make it fucking confusing because, again, it's the state. So, but I say all this to say, you also have, have to have that beauty culture salon license, okay? That has to be printed and displayed in your, wherever you're working. Last but not least, business bank account. And this is very important because it's illegal to not report your business earnings. <laughs> this, this should be like common knowledge, but I think a lot of people either don't think about it or don't think that it's a big deal. Well, it is. Um, <laughs> so a lot of people don't do it. They'll only have a personal account 
and they think that it's okay to funnel everything from their business in and out of that. It's not. You need a business bank account, okay? Just so your business expenses can stay completely separate from your personal expenses. It makes life a lot easier at tax time. Yes, you have to file business taxes. That's going to come on another episode. Business bank account. I bank with Chase because... Quite frankly, it's easy. They have a million locations. You can do almost everything online. Their customer service is shit, yes. Um, But if you have a good local bank, if you have a relationship with a local bank, I would do a local bank for sure. They're going to need your articles of incorporation and the EIN letter. You can also get a business credit card with the same bank too if you're able to. Now, this is going to help you Start building your business credit, which is separate from your personal credit. A lot of people don't realize that businesses build credit similar to how people build credit. And if you can get yourself a business credit card, you can put things on there as long as you're obviously using it responsibly. You can put things on there to start getting your business credit built up. So if down the road, you know, you want to buy a building or you want to have a vehicle that's owned by the company Whatever the case may be, you have good business credit, okay? You can, you know, put courses on your business card. You can put supplies. You can put rent on there. Just obviously make sure that you're paying it off monthly, if at all possible. And very last piece, find yourself a good accountant. Now, this can weigh a little bit, but I say it in the beginning, just so you can start building a relationship with someone that knows and understands your business. I like to work with smaller accountants. I don't love big firms because big firms, A, they're going to charge you a shit ton of money to do your taxes. And they're usually kind of assholes, not going to lie. I like working with more independent agencies that might have just a couple of people working with them. Uh, My accountant right now is fantastic. She works for one other person um, and she just kind of does her own thing, which is great. But you want someone that if at all possible, they have experience doing small business taxes, even better if they have clients that own salons or they work in the beauty industry, because they're going to understand your write-offs a lot better. There is a lot of shit you can write off and they're going to help you save money. They're going to protect your business. They're going to save you money. Yes, you're going to pay these people good money at tax season, but they're also going to help you in the long run. So highly, highly, highly recommend finding someone that can help with your taxes because filing them is going to be a whole different beast than doing your personal taxes, okay? So start looking for that person now. Work on forming a relationship with them. See if this is something that they have experience with and that you two work well together. You want someone that you can ask questions to, not someone who's going to bill you at an hourly rate every time you ask them a small question about your business, okay? I hope that this was helpful. I know that this was a lot, but these are very important steps to get started in your business, okay? You can always ask any questions. You can send us an email. Um, I'm Megan at theglowloungeindy.com. You can send me any of your business questions. Um, I know it can be really overwhelming getting started, but just go through these steps to get started one by one. Try not to get super overloaded. Do this first. You're going to thank yourself later. I promise. (laughs) You don't want to have a business for 10 years and then come back and try and do all this because it's going to be a shit show. So start things right first. It's going to save you a lot of time and headache in the future. Okay. I love you guys. I'm going to talk to you on the next episode. Bye. 
Hey there, before you go, would you love $10 off a skin treatment at the Glow Lounge? You can enjoy a facial, chemical peel, microneedling, or nano infusion at our boutique med spa with $10 off when you leave an honest review for our show. We would so love to know what you think. Just take a screenshot of your review and show it at your next appointment. Thank you all so much for your love and support. We're wishing you the most glowing skin. Until next time.